All right, welcome to Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. We uh, have a new one for you, so sit back and relax because uh, this one's gonna be interesting. Welcome back, Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. I am your host, Chef Matt. And just a little interlude to what we're doing here. Um, We found a restaurant. We recorded on site. We went from the very beginning of the experience to the very end of the experience. Um, This is not a restaurant review. This is more of just... Um, you know, we always talk about the experience of a restaurant and why that's so important and the conversation that it leads to. Um, so, you know, Sean and I finally, we've been planning this for probably two months and just, you know, every time something had come up or, you know, work got in the way or family got in the way or or something, you know, and so we, we had to, to cancel, but we finally made it, um, and uh, we did it. So we picked a place called Thai Noodle. Uh, it was out in suburbia Portland, Beaverton, Oregon area. Um, really nice area that's actually kind of blown up. It's the Cedar Hills uh, part of Beaverton. And uh, just a really nice place. Has a good, lot of good shops, uh, theater, um, you know, all kinds of places to eat. Uh, across the street, they just blew up a whole parking lot and just have thrown in all these new restaurants, but just a really, um, up and coming and vibing place. So anyways, uh, you know, it was the first one. So give us some feedback. I'm sure they will get better, but, uh, without further ado, sit back and relax and let's go. I'll tell you, yeah, I, I gotta. I told I talked about this last time. I gotta stop drinking coffee in the morning because I get too like it. wide-eyed yeah. and just it's crazy. I've been thinking about it because I've I've heard that like with tea, it's just lighter on the stomach too. So yeah. it's just like a, you don't have all that like acidity. Right. It's just it doesn't have the same amount of caffeine. I know. So am I going to feel down? I don't even know yet. I haven't even tried it. <laughs> am I going to yeah. feel down? Yeah. Well, there's a second one I was drinking that, like, um, it's called AG1 Athletic Greens. You remember yeah. those? Yeah. I think I had you yeah. try some of it. Yeah. That actually replaced coffee for a second. Yeah. But it's not, it doesn't taste good. Yeah. yeah. I don't think so. Not yet. <laughs> All right, so Thai noodle, etc. Yeah, Thai noodle. Um, I like the menu. Large with many options. A, a classic Thai staple. It is definitely you a Thai wonder, menu. Like, where do they store all these different noodles? I know, these, right? <laughs> but I think what I what I realize is that there's like you just like make a lot of sauces, put them in squeeze bottles, and then that's like your how you do it. Right. Some of the Thai restaurant I worked at where it was just like make sauces, put them in squeeze bottles, line them up in the kitchen, and then it's just so fast and you're just like squeezing in and tossing. And well, you talk about it a lot, like with this this style of cooking, it's all in your mise en place, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mise en place, mise en place. Mise en place. They've but got everything. They've got a, this is a big menu. It's like intimidating initially, but unless you know Thai food, you know where you're going. I will say that like, 
um, when I was reading about it online, it, they're they're talking about like every dish. Their their thing is every dish is a taste of Taiwan, Thailand. Yeah. And that that kind of like I, you don't usually see that. It's gonna be hard not to go for a curry on a day like this. But. Uh, it is curry weather. Yeah. Yes, and they have um, Penang, which I like a lot. Penang is good. And it says citrus leaves on the menu, which I think that's kaffir lime leaves. That yep. really elevates it. Dude, <laughs> when I found out about the kaffir lime leaf, I, it changed my whole purview on this this style yeah, of food. Yeah, I know. Like, it's amazing what that leaf can do to I a know. dish. It is so crazy. Uh, I mean, it, it. I guess it's like because bay leaves yeah. are surprisingly effective, but you don't know why. Like you smell it, you're like what is, this is gonna work. Yeah, you know, especially a fresh one. But then but once it it's does. in there and yeah. stews, you, yeah. you get it. Yeah, but this is flavor immediately. Yeah, and when absolutely. they do that finely chiffonade, oh. I love it. See, I just had that for the first time where they chiffonade it and yeah. put it in the soup and you eat it, and yeah. I was like, this is fantastic. That's what I why I want to get that, so I am going to get Penanger. <laughs> uh, solid. In, in so uh, I'm going I'm to sidestep here. Yeah. What's your thoughts on putting your mouth on cups of water in a restaurant? I mean, that's the I only get, way to... I can't really out about it. I just did it. Oh, really? But I'm like, how many mouths have been on this cup? Oh, many, but uh, sanitizer hopefully works. Hopefully they're We're at 120. Our, yeah, right. Oh. Uh, I don't know why. I, I just thought about that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to talk about this because I, I never, I'm always like, oh, should I get a straw? And then I'm just, mm -hmm. fuck, nah, fuck it. They have yum nua, which is one of my favorite Thai salads. But what is it? Yum nua, Thai right beef salad. The Thai beef mm -hmm. salad, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have, it, it has... It usually always has the roasted rice powder, right, Thai chilies, right, yeah. garlic, citrus, basil, cilantro, mint, explosion. <laughs> it's great. I had, I had a buddy today ask me if, he goes, so your co-host is from Vancouver. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, but isn't Vancouver like in Canada? Yeah. And I was, he talks about how you guys like work. Does he drive? And I'm yeah. like. And let me explain yeah. to you, Vancouver. I wish for, I, yeah, I, wish I, I know. <laughs> I, that's the first thing I go. It'd be way cooler if he was, but yeah. you know. Oh <laughs> uh, no. No, I mean, also a nice setup in the restaurant. Do you have any questions? I still need a couple more minutes. I'm ready if you are. I'm ready. Yeah. Just, just yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'll have uh, the Penang curry, please. Pork. Pork. Hot, please. Oh, going after it. Um, it's hard to go. I, I think I'm going to have to do the curry. I'm going to do the uh, the maximum curry, and I'm going to do medium on that, please, uh, with chicken. And I think that's it. Can uh, we also get the Todd Moon fish cakes? Oh, there it is. Yeah. And uh, I will. I can't not get a Thai iced tea, so I'll do a Thai iced tea. How's your day going? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Mm -hmm. And I, okay, side note, uh, you don't usually don't get that kind of customer service at a, at a spot. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Smiling. <laughs> like, what? Because I've been listening, this might be something we're talking about. Oh, yeah. I've been listening, my wife is on the therapy podcast. Okay. She's not, but she's been listening to it. She shared it to me. Okay. And some of it's like really specific 
neuroscience that's hard to intake, and some of it's yeah. much more like easier. But this most recent one was about aggression. Oh. And how to harness it when it's good, when okay. it's bad. Okay. What we think aggression is, like you think aggression is going into a place and causing havoc, yeah. shooting a place up. But right, no, right. there's good aggression. There's right. uh, relationship aggression. Mm -hmm. How to show yourself. Mm -hmm. um, even us doing this in a way is a sign of aggression, like going forward with a plan that's a little unusual. I've never thought of aggression as, as in that sense. Yeah, but they talked a lot about uh, mm. the act of, we discuss this at work is, should you talk about what someone wears? <laughs> yeah. Or asking someone to smile, right. like asking women to smile, which right. is a no-go. But it's different, and I think I learned something. You can say something about someone's clothes. I think I was relating the two. Yeah. You can say, you have a nice pair, your pants are really nice. Yeah. Like it's different from, I was relating it to saying the same thing as telling a woman to smile. Well, the thing, I, I also think it's a bit subjective because you gotta look at what is sexualized. Yeah. And so, thank you very much. Um, there's, I brought this up to some friends outside mm -hmm. and I, cause I was like, the whole like saying the word ghetto, kind of like yeah. I, I had to f hear other perspectives right yeah. and one one of my friends was like you got to understand like there was there's a whole like community around like what you got in those jeans mm -hmm. and so if you say like those nice pants they might take it as like maybe yeah they might yeah, yeah you know right. you can't you can't control what yeah. other people take right you gotta and so my thing is like I just try to be as genuine as possible yeah so I don't know. I mean, like for instance, we have a coworker that I, I comment on her her nails every time I see her, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I because I like. First of all, I like what she does, but also, she took time out of her day to explain that every three weeks, she gives herself a her day, and does her own nails, and right. she does a really good job. Right, right. And so I'm like, I'm gonna compliment on her. Yeah. They're nicely done. And, I guess something she puts time into. That goes in the line of, especially in the management, is you have to address each person within what their personality yeah, is showing. Yeah, that's a good and point. And you got to be very careful. Yeah, you really and you do. you have to be sensitive to their needs, yeah. you know? Yeah, Like, um, and, yeah, because somebody, two people might have a unique interaction. They might be coworkers, but they've worked together so long that they almost become family, and the way they banter will be the way they banter, but a new employee will come in and see the way they communicate. Yeah. feel that's a little bit too close for my comfort, right. the way they do. So right. that well, awareness is always needed. Well, this is also a, a really interesting subject because I'm very interested in it because I am looked at as very much an aggressor yeah. with my style of, of communicating yeah. at times. I am aggressive. Yeah. And, and I had somebody- Pounding weights. <laughs> that's not all. I mean, <laughs> oh, um, no, I mean, like I had somebody today be like, we were talking about another person that we work with and I said, well, maybe that's why they're so aggressive or they have so much built up aggression. Yeah. And the, this person looks at me and goes, well, what's your excuse? And I'm like, I go, but I have the good aggression. Yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, he didn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I still, I'm only 30 minutes into it and I'm very pleased. I would love to please share uh, that with me. It's interesting. I, I, I think I like it all around, the whole idea of a therapy podcast. Yeah, I mean, I am uh, afraid of it, therapy, but that's Are just you? because I don't know. It's hard. What? 
I've been to a lot of it. Don't yeah, don't don't know if I want to know. But yeah. that's my own but this podcast is interesting. I'm like, okay, I also have my own stigma about yeah. it. I feel like it's like an interrogation. Yeah. And that's my own hang ups, but why am I thinking that? What that's what I gained a lot about this just one thing is ask yourself why did you do that? Yeah. Ask yourself what what was what was in that for you? In aggression, you know? Hmm. And then also they went deep. There was this thing like if you have a, such a if you have a relationship with somebody, a, a partner, a family member, that you care about us so much that you need to tell them something that could harm it in the long term, yeah. but you have to do it because it's affecting your life. Oh, dude. Yeah, I need I need this podcast. <laughs> well, that sounds scary. It does. That sounds really scary. Well, yeah. I've you know, and I've always approached therapy with like. To the point where I approach it with like I want answers, mm-hmm. and I never get my answers. Mm-hmm. And so like I go into it telling them everything, yeah. oh, like yeah. just word vomiting. Oh wow! And I never get the like the satisfaction of them telling me what's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's always like they're giving me yeah. different paths. Like take this path, try this path, try this. We'll try this. And I've been to a lot of therapy in my life. Yeah. Like, and it's just, it's always very underwhelming for me. Oh, wow. Because I always think I'm going to find something yeah. deep within myself, yeah. but I never do. I assume they would be displeased with me not giving anything. But <laughs> that's because I, I like, I envision as interrogation. <laughs> yeah. No, you would probably be the perfect patient. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I'm putting time into this guy. I walk in and I tell my whole life story of the day one. They're like, great. I don't yeah, have much so for you. Yeah. You cool. already know your problems. Yeah, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> I've actually had a therapist be like, well, man, it seems like you know what's going on. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I just want you to tell me. Yeah. Just tell yeah. me. Yeah. And, that, and that's probably a, uh, an error of validation, I yeah. think. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, therapy can be scary, 100%. Yeah. I, uh, I've done marriage, um, marriage counseling because it was just recommended to us. And a lot of people will actually go to the, uh, like a, a, in a religion, people will go to a, um, a priest and do yeah. six weeks of uh, counseling through yeah. the priest or, you know, a pastor or whatever religion it is. And it was, neither one of us are religious. And so we were like, well, we'll go to a therapist. And there's still things that were talked about in that se- those sessions that come up. And it's very, um, it was very intuitive to, to hear, but we didn't put it in action. We were so young, we just didn't really like yeah. put it into action. We were just doing it because somebody told us to do it. I think at this age though, it would probably be a lot easier to, to take in and put into action. It's hard though. Yeah. I'll tell you, it's that's that's hard there. That was right said there. in the podcast too. Mm. Like to actually like to understand your aggression is yeah. so hard because of all the layers of introspectiveness that is required. Yeah. Like why the whys, what personality you have, what is your direction of it? And and I think in some ways that's what therapy is about because you could try and learn more about yourself and the decisions that you're making. That's interesting. God, man, it's it's crazy how like things will pop up in life. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So is there a sauce that goes with this? Yeah, this is a sauce. It's usually like a sweet and sour cucumber shallot, the peanuts on top. I like Uh, it. Sweet and sour, but this is a classic 
Um, one of my favorite things that I always eat. I think I've seen you eat these before. What kind of fish is in there? Oh. Anything? Any any white fish will do. <laughs> okay. I kind of like, put some like sauce that. On that. Pretty bouncy. Mm -hmm. The cucumber has a nice freshness to it. You know, when you when you hear fish cake, you think it's going to be like overly fishy, but this has good balance. Mm -hmm. It it does have a, an interesting bounce to it. Yeah, it's really it's really it's really pounded out. Got like it. Well, so obviously, like I mean, like a crab cake is light, light bread in it. This seems like it's just tons of fish that well, was put through a grinder. Yeah, exactly. Like they almost. Gosh, there's a there's a product I'm trying to think of that you put that will actually create this. I don't want to say cornstarch, but maybe because you know with crab cakes you you shred everything and then put it into a ball, mm -hmm. so it's all a bunch of loose ingredients then goes in. I'm assuming that's the same thing as what this is. It's all a bunch of loose ingredients, or is it just actual the the piece of fish? Uh, loose ingredients. Okay. I mean, I, there was someone I knew that was making these, and it was like hammering. It was like grinding up. Meshing, mm -hmm. making the fish and making it in a ball and patting it out, but usually this is pretty almost puck-like. Yeah, it is. It's like they, it's almost like sorry they they made it um, a, a couple days in advance. Maybe. I mean, it has a really good flavor though. It's hot. Yeah. Temperature-wise, just came out of fryer. Yeah, like it's not that. too spicy. Well, fire you know fryer will kill anything, right? Mm -hmm. So we're good with that. This I like the sauce. Mm-hmm. The sauce adds a nice little, like, mm -hmm. sweet, salty kind of. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. So this is, what's the technical term for this? It's a fish cake, but what's the name of it? It's Tom Nude, I think. Okay. Okay. Um, that's really good. I used to like to eat them. I used to always get them at a restaurant, and I kind of stopped because it was like, I don't know, I feel like it, I would like mine to be like spicy. I've had them where it was like hot. Yeah. Um, a little more, a little more delicate too. This one was pretty. <laughs> this one's like one that you could throw across the room and probably still be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. What do you think about this uh, garnish stuff that people put on plates? You know what I would do with that? I would take this, mix it with that, and eat like a salad. Yeah. If it were me, but. Because what I did with it was I put it on top of the thing, put the sauce on, mm -hmm. and ate it like a, like it was almost the garnish. Mm -hmm. I don't, I never know what it's for. <laughs> so um, I just make I've it my own. I've weirded out by yeah, it. Yeah, really? I just don't, it's like to make the plate look nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a part of that. It's like the Italian parsley. Yeah. Or, or the, the curly parsley. That they what about, uh, what about the uh, red leaf lettuce underneath your tomato sauce? Uh, Westmoreland style. What's your take on family style? That's the way I prefer to eat. Okay. Yeah, so we should do that. Although we did just get two curries. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean like going to a restaurant with a big table where oh, everybody's... I that. Okay, cool. And then you have this thing, everyone's trying little bits. Yeah. I I mean, that was my experience in Thailand was that was how you ate. And then I was at a restaurant in the U.S. that we worked at where they did... Um, we were closed between two and five, and there was just like, that's when you would eat. Yep. And it was always that share thing. It was 
always the best experience. I love it. I think it's great. It's great for community. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a, there's a restaurant that um, I used to go to when I was younger. I can't remember the name of it right now. You probably have been there. Uh, it's it it's a it's a Portland staple. It's under the bridge. It's over inner Montage? south. Yes. Yeah, they closed. Right? I know they closed. Yeah, now they do food cart. Rightfully so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, the Montage. My favorite part about that place was the long tables. Yeah. Yeah. Late nights. Late nights. Long tables. You usually go in there. Oysters. <laughs> yeah. You're you're probably have been drinking. You know, oh, yeah. making friends at the table, sharing yeah. food like. Yeah. That was like the, the most fun I've had at a restaurant in, in a long, like that I can remember in those years, yeah. you know? I went there one time and they were listening to uh, Cannibal Ox, which is a rap group from LP produced. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was hooked at that moment. <laughs> You're like, done. Like, I don't care about the diary I'm gonna get like. Yeah. So this, you might, actually I kind of got this idea from you a little bit. Um, I was telling you how, I. I might have told you this, but on the way to school when I dropped Jackson off, yeah. he's very particular about the music we listen to, right? Yeah. And so two days ago, I was like, hey, dude, do you want to do you want to explore a new new playlist? And he goes, yeah, let's do that. And I go, OK, I'm going to I'm going to introduce you to Tribe Called Quest. The thing about Jackson is he really he likes rap, but he doesn't like curse words. Yeah. OK. And so when there's a curse word, he'll be turn that. Turn it off. I don't like this. Yeah. Can I thank <laughs> yes, thank you. Can we get the sauces too? Yeah. So, thank you very much. Um, so I'm introducing him to Tribe Quest. Yeah. And he he's liking it. Oh, yeah. I go, we're going to go down a journey, dude. And he's like, okay, cool. Yeah. It's it's really neat. I really that, like it. Is it the first album? We, I, I, right now, I just introduced him to, I, I tucked on their like playlist yeah. of all their albums. Okay. I put so them on a couple songs, yeah. yeah. And so we'll Can eventually. I kick it is one that always kick, like that that's works. It. That's what started yeah. it. Yeah. He listened to that and he yeah. asked for it again this morning. And I was like, cool. Yeah, Can I Kick It will click with anyone. Yeah, yep. So here, what I've always liked about Thai restaurants is these sauces. So you have like sambal. Okay. This is called Priknam Pla, which is like just, oh wait, this is actually chili oil. Just chili which I oil. Want more. And jalapenos and, and vinegar and then just. Chili flake. Yeah. We don't have Priknam Pla, but I will okay. accept this. What is Priknam Pla? Priknam is fish sauce, okay. Thai chilies, shallot, lime, lime juice. Okay. This is a lunch serving, so it's not really. I kind of like that though. Famous I don't. I don't think that mm -hmm. you know you should serve massive mm -hmm. portions. Mm. Something about that right there. Mm. Seems like they they put the lime leaves there. It is. Yeah, they got them. That's what oh, I yeah. wanted. Yeah. That's that's there. That's it right there. Yeah. yeah. So both these curries use peanut. Yep. And Masaman and Penang. Yep. Well, Masaman, from what I learned, is more, it has uh, Indian roots. It does, and you can taste the, yeah. it's almost almost like a yellow curry. Yeah. And it, that's not. the difference between that curry that kind of separates it from other styles because of the Indian heritage. Interesting. I didn't know that about that, but I know that I, this is usually my go-to when it comes to curry. Um, every now and then I like to do like a pumpkin curry, mm -hmm. which is, is really good. But we've also been making a lot of curries at home. Oh yeah. So that's also, and the homemade curry doesn't taste as well as this because 
there's a couple ingredients that I take out of it. A because I know <laughs> I know my audience. Yeah, I know definitely. That, that um, so there's some things that they just won't get down with. So. Yeah. Well, I'm going on a. Uh, obviously, we got some vacation. You're going on mm -hmm. spring break, and mm -hmm. I'm going on spring break in a week and a half, two weeks. Yeah. And uh, my wife's family's going, which I'm really excited about, but. You know, their palate for spicy food isn't gonna, so I have, there's like dishes I wanna make, but I have to think like, okay, I gotta exclude that. Yeah. And I'm like, now I don't even really wanna do it. Right. This has great Food's flavor. Hot. Yeah, it's really hot. It's made fresh, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's always a good sign. It does I mean, taste really good. And, you know, they're they're moderately busy. It looks like almost every table's full, mm -hmm. except for that little side over there. And mm -hmm. It's not crazy. Mm -hmm. It's not running around. Yeah, no, this is this is a solid spot. Mm -hmm. First time I ever had Penang, and what I don't really see it this way in the U.S. is it was a like, a much thicker sauce, mm -hmm. and you could even put it on a plate instead of in a bowl, and then it would just be only the protein, only the meat that you got, the curry kaffir wine leaves. Really? And that's the way I always ate it living in my experience. And then coming back to the U.S., I saw like the interpretation of the U.S. is always more traditional mm -hmm. in a bowl, adding bell peppers, yeah. adding green. Um, yeah, I've, um, I don't do bell peppers in my curry. They love to do it at restaurants. Yes, I know. I mean, a lot of, I think, I worked for a chef one time that, that talked about curry and he was like, I just put every vegetable I need to use in there. Like he would throw like, you know, tomatoes in it and stuff, which, and I, and I always question him. I'm like, are you sure that's curry and not just stew? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, but oh, I think that, um, I feel like that's how soups like, or, you know, dishes like this come about. Uh -huh. You're using products that you need to push through. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're combining it with this just beautiful sauce. Yeah, that's rich in flavor. Yeah. I'm always fascinated about how people eat their curry. I like to take a spoonful of rice, dip it in, let mm -hmm. it soak up, and then eat it. My wife will take all the rice and put it in there and stir it around like a porridge. And I'm like... <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I do... I learned this. It's fork and spoon. Yep. This is used to push food onto the spoon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you take a little bit you put it there, use the fork. Now, that's not quite a jasmine rice, is it? I think it is, yeah. but it's, um, could just be long grain. Yeah. Now you wash your rice before mm -hmm. you put it in your rice maker, right? Every time. Every time, I thought. This okay. is interesting. In Norway, they don't do sports, like classic competitive sports, mm -hmm. for anyone until they're 15 years old. Really? And the reason why they do that is they say, kids don't know, but by the time they're 15, they know enough and they're going to be actually dedicated. It's not about parents pushing. It's not about a program that you have to abide by. Mm -hmm. This is just like, we don't really do organized sports until you're old enough. When you're old enough, then you can do it. We know that you actually want to do it. I, I, see, I see so much value in that. Yeah. The part I don't like about it is like, those younger years is where you build that like, that love, the teams, the friends, yeah. like the social aspect of it for Jackson is gonna be huge. But dude, 
if, if he could just sit and read and, mm -hmm. and color all day and draw, like he would. So they're doing like activities, but there's no competitiveness okay. to it. I see what you're saying. You know, like it's not an organized no. sport. Yeah. And they promote it also by saying like it works. Look how well we do in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. And they are the best winter Olympic nation. They always do great. That's such a good point. But they're not as good as us. No, oh, come on. <laughs> Basketball or soccer. Right. But that's because we have these people that are starting at nine years old. Yeah. And like, yeah. and Finding then. talent early and harvesting. And then the yeah. parents that right. are pushing as hard as they are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And they also like. I, um, I got those, dude. <laughs> you get out of here. <laughs> Shut your mouth. I'm buying. Why don't we just uh, no, split? No, no. Oh, wow. Drama. Is this drama? Is this the way it's going to always be? <laughs> no, you'll get the next one. Okay. No, we can split it. I don't care. This next one, one. This one I want to get. Yeah, okay. yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, we're harvesting the talent. And yeah. we're also making, like, they're possibly making millions at 18. Exactly. Especially when you have a league like and the NBA that'll take yeah. straight out of high school. Oh yeah. I always thought that was weird, but I understand it. It's not a contact sport. It makes complete sense to me. Yeah. I don't think there should be any regulations on anyone making money at any time. Well, making money correct. Yeah. Um, jumping to a new skill level or a new uh, expectation. Like, I don't think a high school football player should go to the NFL by any means. I think there's just a, a, a whole there's a whole level they're skipping there, and and intensity and and fa like. Well, well, I think it might mute the league a bit oh. because younger people would, didn't even think about that. Well, it's like I don't know. What if what if they did just let eighteen year olds in? Like the draft would have to increase. Yeah. But maybe they go into a training program. Instead of actually playing, maybe the league is sponsoring something instead of using the oh, free I see labor in college. That. Yeah, right. To uh, excellent, to thank you. Get players to be better. Um, I mean, and also, do you, have you seen those secondary helmet things that they put on? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How come we don't wear those all the time? I don't know. Like, why not protect players even more? You would think that. so, right? Yeah. Like, especially with a sport as crucial as or criticized yeah. as football. I don't know. Maybe it's hard to move around. That's a pretty good like, price. Top, top too, heavy. Right? $34.54 yeah. we just got? Yeah. yeah, that's a fantastic price. I'm definitely spending more next time. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, you get sushi. Yeah, right. The first place that I sent you, the sushi, I was like, I was like, I'd go there, but we're gonna spend $70. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> I thought this was a good medium and a uh, good all right guys that was uh restaurant number one and uh, like i said this is super experimental and so all the feedback you can give us is um will just make this show better you know there's um, all kinds of things as i was editing and listening back that i'm like hey we could do this better we could do that better but overall this is just a super raw experience of uh this little uh Thai restaurant out in Beaverton, Oregon. And <clears throat> overall, it was a really good experience. Uh, very new, you know, I don't, I don't know if I've seen or heard any podcasts doing this necessarily, um, but uh, we want to do more of it. We want to highlight the, um, I don't know, 
the more of the mom and pop, not, not the not the restaurants you're seeing on Instagram, not the um, the popular big time chef restaurants. You know, we we want to highlight the in the best way of putting it, the little guys, the people that are out there hustling, you know, struggling, that are still getting by and and making um, the experience just what it should be. So again, this place called Thai Noodle, if you live in the Beaverton, Portland, Vancouver area, whatever, you know, go check it out. It was solid. It's consistent and overall a really good place. So um, another thing I wanted to mention is uh, get onto the website, go subscribe to maxeffortkitchen.com. Um, I've got a big giveaway that I'm going to be doing um, for the month of April. It's going to be a fun one. It's going to be... <laughs> going to be a big one because if you win you're going to win and you're not going to pay any money basically all you have to do is subscribe to get entered into this but the only way you're going to find out what you are entering is if you get the newsletter so uh, get out there subscribe check out the website i'm going to have a new artist that's coming up in april i like to uh, highlight the the local artist slash side hustle so um yeah guys i really appreciate y'all listening to this uh like i said super experimental but there is more to come we're gonna shoot for one to two a month and go from there so without further ado hope you all have a good day good night good morning whatever time you're listening to this and remember food is love
All right. Well, um, great, great pick. Yeah. I'll get this edited and we'll yeah. fucking get it. All right. Cool. So these things, just press that button until the blue light comes off. Comes off.